In the previous video, you looked at mixing resolutions in the sequence with the resized timeline effects. We'll now have a brief run through of colour correction, colour matching and selective colour correction. Let's select the segment in the sequence and apply a colour correct timeline effects. Like all other timeline effects, you can do quick adjustments with the basic parameters in the toolbar. If you enter into the editor, you will be presented with a plethora of controls. Firstly, you have two colour correction tools to choose from. The first tool is the standard colour corrector. Here you can adjust masters, shadows, midtones and highlights. There is also a colour wheel for tinting, numerical adjustments, a histogram and curves. These tools should all be familiar to you if you've worked in software of a similar nature. The current interface is what is referred to as the Overlay UI. This interface allows you to see your image full screen and as you adjust a particular value, the other controls are temporarily masked. The other interface you can switch to is the standard interface using this toggle button. Or you can press the shortcut Control Escape. The second colour correction tool is the Colour Warper. As a standard timeline effects, the Colour Warper and Colour Corrector cannot be mixed together. You have to choose either one or the other. So if you are working on a specific shot, working this way should be quite effective. But when you exit the Colour Correction tools, you have to take into account that you are working with a sequence and might have to match one shot off another. Let's look at the next shot. This gladiator is looking quite blue because this could have been shot on a different day with a different light and another camera. Regardless of this, you need to balance the colours with the other segments in the sequence. To see the other points in the timeline at the same time, click on the View Mode menu and change to the Triptych Player. You will now get three positioners in the sequence with three views. You have the option to force the positioner to look at the previous, current and next shots. But you can set the positioners to free which means you can scroll to any shot in the sequence. Now that you have a good point of reference, you can select the bluish shot and add a colour correction to it. Going into the editor, you are still able to see the triptych player which will make it easier to colour correct your shot while matching colours with the previous image. Let's switch to the Colour Warper. To balance this shot, you could colour correct it manually using the colour wheels, also called tracking balls, or you could use the automated colour correction. To match one shot to another, click the SELECT button. A message will prompt you to select an area to be modified. With the cursor, click and drag a box over the gladiator's top. When you release the cursor, a blue LED appears on the SELECT button telling you that it has made a selection. Press SELECT again and the message will prompt you to select an area to match to. On the reference shot, drag the cursor over the gladiator's shirt. As soon as you release the cursor, the Colour Warper does a match. It's pretty much balanced but you could still tweak the shot further if you choose. I'll exit the editor 
and switch back to the standard source sequence viewers. The final workflow example is selective colour correction. I'll go to this shot in the sequence where we see some legs running towards the camera. Let's say for instance that you have been asked to change the coloured pads on the trousers. Select the segment and add a colour correction effects to the shot. Going into the editor, I'll switch to the colour warper. The colour warper has up to three selectives, also known as secondaries, to isolate colour. The first thing to do is switch the colour warper's mode to work on selective 1. The image goes monochrome and this is one specific view only for selectives. This is called the selective view and it is for picking the colour. Enable selective 1 and press pick custom. With the picker, you can click and drag on the padding to select the colour. To fine tune the key, you can switch the view from the selective view to the matte view. The black area is the region affected by colour correction, the grey area is the softness and the white area remains unaffected. In essence, a key is created by the diamond keyer and it's acting as a colour selection tool. Notice the two diamond shapes inside the colour cube. The inner diamond is the tolerance and the outer diamond is the softness. Whatever colour value falls within the diamonds are affected and whatever is outside the diamond shapes remains unaffected. You can interactively adjust the settings in the diamond keyer by moving the points of the smaller diamond shapes. You can also adjust the selection by manipulating the grayscale sliders to isolate the colours you want to remove. To assist you with fine tuning the mat, you can click the plot button and sample a point on your image. A black dot appears in the diamond keyer and you can tweak the shapes around that point. Blurring your mat helps to create a subtle colour bleed that is common when dealing with colour correction. Hold CONTROL and OPTION and dragging the sliders will adjust the blur proportionately. Enabling the G button will toggle between box and Gaussian blurring. Now to colour correct the pads, you need to change to the result view. So even if you are still working on selective 1, you are seeing the grade in the context of the overall grading on the shot. As an example, you can adjust the hue slider to change the colour of the pads. If you want to keep grading the overall image on top of the selectives, just switch back to working on the master. Press EXIT and you will be able to scrub the result of the correction. Press RENDER to create the final result before playing it back. As a final workflow tip, if you wish to save your colour correction as a preset, you can drag the effect off the effects pipeline and drop it into a folder in the media library. Now you can drag this onto any selected shot in the sequence. In the next video, you will encounter your first exposure to 3D compositing through the Axis Timeline effects.